Welcome to the Authentic Mama Podcast. This is Amy Mulder, really keeping it real for episode 27. This is our part two on yelling, and specifically, um, we're going to be talking about when teens, when teenagers frustrate you. Uh, I have not felt more frustrated, even with babies, all pooping and throwing up and all that stuff. My teenagers get my blood a-boiling. And I've asked some friends for help, and I've asked um, what you do as a Christian with that frustration that inevitably comes. So yelling, part two, what to do when your teens frustrate you, coming right now. A week from this past Monday, I got into my van and I went to get a latte. Now, it was more than me just hankering for a latte. I legitimately had to get into my vehicle and drive away from my house before I said anything worse or got more frustrated. My sons had just... I I had met life frustration with the testosterone of my almost 15, my 12-year-old, my almost 11-year-old, and I was boiling. I called my husband and I just said, oh my word, I don't love our children. I don't like them at all. And I just kind of went off and he prayed for me. And I just knew I had to get away from my house in order to make it. I had never been that frustrated, or if I had, I don't remember. There was just a moment where a moment while I was inside the house before I got into the safety for me of my van where I just was yelling at them, just yelling and yelling. It's not what I want to do. Actually, you know, ever since we talked about it on this podcast, I've been doing better not yelling and being calm. But there are some triggers that happen in this life when you're momming and when you're living and when you're paying bills and when you're trying to keep all the schedule, there is just frustration. And um, I asked on my Facebook page, I said, what do you do when you're frustrated with your teenagers? And a lot of you answered me, and I just kind of want to talk about some of the really beautiful nuggets that um, you told me, that you shared. There's such wisdom when we reach out to people that have been parenting. And I think one of the most important things we can do when we reach a level of frustration is make sure you have someone. And on that Monday, it was my husband, and he was wonderfully helpful to me. But make sure you have someone, either a friend or whoever, that can help you that can listen to you, that can hear, I was so frustrated I had to leave my house and not judge you, but also can give you some wisdom on how to deal with that. I think the biggest fallacy about parents is that if you're a good parent, you will never get frustrated. I don't know where that false statement is, 
There is no way you can parent in our world and do all the things you need to do as a parent and not experience a level of frustration, not experience a level of anger, not experience a level where you are at the end of yourself. And so it's interesting that all of us have that standard. And I'm talking everybody I've talked to. Well, I should never get frustrated. I should never yell. Now, the goal is not to yell because yelling accomplishes what? Nothing. And let me tell you, I never felt more like a failure than I did last Monday where I'm just sitting there, just the the feeling of absolute, I messed up, just overwhelmed me. But before we get to your great advice that you gave and also just look to the Lord for some help and guidance in scripture, I just want to kind of talk to you about this is... Um, Teenager pro tips, and I caught this on Facebook, and I thought this was hilarious. So this is what teenagers say as they live in our life, okay? First of all, when the trash is full, put more trash on it. Absolutely. I mean, that is what, that's definitely true. I mean, or put so much trash in it that you could never take it out to the bigger trash can outside. After drinking water from a cup, drink more water from a different cup. Are you like me and every time you go around your house, like you are finding the cup central? Oh my word, it's amazing. All right, here's another teenager pro tip. When the ice cube tray is empty, store it in the freezer (laughs) or frozen boxes. I love when there's like a popsicle box that's trash that no one threw out. They just put it back in the freezer. When you need something specific from the store, ask if you can stay in the car. Oh, that's one. After saying, coming, from the teenagers, like, guys, time for dinner, and they go, coming, don't come. How many of you have had that, where you're like, hey, our house is not that big, get here, please. If you scrunch up a towel correctly, you can make it stay wet forever. This is very true. This is very true. Towels are a big situation up in our house. Leave two squares of toilet paper so you don't have to change the roll. Okay. Also, if you use all the toilet paper, get the new roll in the bathroom. This is why we might get frustrated here, teenagers. Oh, here it is. You ready? Are you listening? Leave a half a swallow of milk in the container, put it back in the fridge, and say it's not empty. Ugh! And please make sure you do that when your mom is looking to see if they need, if we need milk for the next week's groceries. Load ice cubes in your hydro flask with 60% accuracy. So true. How many of you have found a melted ice cube around, right? All right, listen here. This is another one. When sitting on a couch, any location within arm's reach is appropriate for storing used food wrappers. I am so tired of us looking like a bus station. And then listen here. This is another one. When the dishwasher is empty, when the dishwasher is empty, put your dirty dishes in the sink. This is true. Wait a few weeks to unpack. This is another teenager pro tip. It also seems to be the tip in our house when we get home from somewhere. The proper way to hang a towel is to not. (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. This is so true. These people are speaking my language. Oh, and here's my favorite. This is the last one. The ground is your closet's largest shelf. Use it accordingly. I mean, we live in a mess. 
And I don't know about you, but I'm trying to teach these boys that God has given me how to how to be a human and how to do chores and how to look at to people and how to help. And it is a challenge every single day. Every single day I am trying I am trying to um, make it somehow. And that frustration can get up to you. So whether it's um, the toilet paper tube or the towel or what it was, for me on Monday, my oldest triggers me. It's not his fault he triggers me. It's in his nature. He loves to shock me. He loves to push my buttons. It's fun for him. He is not knowingly trying to get me to crack or lose my mind, honestly. He just has that lovely way about him. <laughs> and I I lost it, and I yelled at everyone. And after I got back from the van ride where I got a latte and went driving around the lake shore, which is so beautiful in my town, especially now, <laughs> I just went and I said, listen, I'm sorry, guys. I was out of line. I was out of line. And I went to my oldest and I said, listen, I need to figure out how we can talk to each other and not have this happen. Now, we've talked four million times, but this time it went too far. And that was one thing when I put a a shout out on Facebook, how do you deal with frustration? One of the biggest things that uh, many of you said was, admit when you've gone too far, admit it to your children. Say, listen, I yelled too much. I was too frustrated. I freaked out when I shouldn't have. I overreacted. And say you're sorry to your kids. Say, I'm sorry I overreacted. I overreacted. And find a way to, um, to cop to that, to admit it, to be... <laughs> To honestly say to your teenagers, listen, I went too far. But if you're like me, if you're like me, you want to make sure you don't get there in the first place. And a lot of you had a lot of advice for that. What I hated about what happened to me in a real way on that Monday was that I felt out of control. Now, I have never hit my children or anything like that, but I was so frustrated. I I didn't feel like I could hold it together or keep it together, and I said stuff that was out of line. Now, I'm praying that my kids will forget and that this one mess up of this mom will not chart my entirety of my parenting, but kids really just need to hear that you messed up, but we need to figure out how to to stop before we get too far. So one thing that a lot of my friends said is take a bath, <laughs> get yourself relaxed, find a way. And most everybody said to breathe, to do this box breathing. I've talked to you on this podcast about um, breath prayers and to to breathe, to breathe through um, struggles, um, you know, if you, one person talked about box breathing, which is where you you take a breath in, you hold it five seconds, and you let it go. It's a continual thing where you can breathe, breathe your way through. The reason why breathing is good is not just because it calms you down, but it gets your brain oxygen. Have you noticed when you get really angry that you hold your breath? 
or you're not breathing um, consistently, or there's this real shallow thing happening. And um, one thing that's important with breathing is it calms you, it puts your, it regulates your heart rate. Because when we get really mad, like I was on this Monday, our heart races, our, we get hot, our body temperature rises, like there's a physical reaction to anger. And breathing can change all of that for you and I. So I would encourage you to incorpor- incorporate breathing into your time before you get really frustrated. When your precious kid is coming to you and you go, oh no, I may be really frustrated. One thing that Ford said to me in the midst of all of this is, it feels like you're always mad at me. And I said, I am always mad at you. This last two weeks, you have irritated me and I have always been mad at you. Well, to be honest, that's not the kid's fault. If I'm only mad at that kid all the time, that's got to be on me somehow. So (laughs) as much as I don't want to admit it, my 14-year-old had a very good point that there's something in him that was frustrating me and I need to find out what it is because it's really not on him if everything he does irritates me. It might be on my schedule, it might be on some pressure I'm in, and he's just the easiest one to take it out on. And you and I, authentic mamas, and anybody that's listening to this podcast, we do not want to live in frustration, and we do not want to be angry parents. I don't want to be an angry parent. (sighs) Breathe, breathe, breathe. As you breathe, remember to call upon God. I promise you, if I would have prayed out loud at the moment that I was about to lose my mind, it would God would have been faithful and his presence would have filled my house. And I might have needed to go take a drive, but it wouldn't have been this disastrous smoking crater that I left. Walking is what a lot of people said. Walking. Take a bath. Do you see how all this works? Also, make sure you um, call in your partner, your husband, or whatever friend you're helping parent with. You need a village, and if you don't think you do, make sure you're continually listening and finding a village. You need help. Being a mom is not a a solo journey. And I would say if um, you're working well with your husband or your wife or whatever, great. But just make sure you have more than them. Because if they're having a bad day and you're having a bad day, you're out of luck. Make sure you have some mom friends. We have to be mindful if we're going to be able to parent teenagers. They do not have impulse control. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's this hormonal change. And I I don't live in the Lando girls, but even with boys, there's like rage tears and and testosterone flowing through my house so that like it'll be all calm one second and crazy the next. And if you and I give ourselves permission to just go crazy along with them, what we're saying is, hey, when you get to be an adult and you have more responsibilities and people are looking to you, it doesn't really matter. You just are crazy too. Because life has made it so that none of us can calm down, none of us can have a cool head, and and none of us can call upon God to help the situation. I don't want to give myself permission to be an angry mom. I want to forgive myself for a moment 
that does not determine all that I am as a mother. But I don't want to give myself permission to not fix this. And one of my friends on this uh, <laughs> on this Facebook post I did, she said, the real question is, do you, are you able to let go of your teenagers? Are you able to let go? And not just let go and let them, you know, swing in the wind or let them just be a part of the world. But are you able to let go and trust God with them? You're not letting them go into anybody else but God's arms. Do you really trust the Lord with your kids? It's the question that I ask myself. Because just like you need space, they need space to figure stuff out. My friends this morning at breakfast said to me, practice this, Amy. Hmm, that's interesting. Don't react. Don't just just be able to go, hmm, okay, that's interesting. And not have a freak show. Not every conversation is a moment that's going to ruin the kid's life. My oldest is the one that can trigger me the most. And so ever since that Monday where it went too far, as soon as he comes, he goes, Hey, Mom, and I hear his voice. The first thing I do is I pray that when I see him, my eyes will light up and I'll go, Hi, Ford, and I'll be able to make him feel like he is really special to me. I want him to know that when he frustrates me beyond belief, because he does know how to push and he'll, he just goes and goes to get his own way. And I'm not saying that's right of him. But I want him to know that even if you frustrate me to the end of my days, I delight in you, son. You are my kid. And that's what I've been praying. Like, Lord, help me see him with shining in my eyes and, and say, hey, what's going on? And give him those moments of joy. But when I hear him ask me a question, and it seems like it's going to be one of our top three things to argue about, which would be his future um, and his know-it-allness and his future. So those are the things where he wants to talk to me. Um, I've been praying for wisdom. What got me going on Monday is I asked him, he goes, Mom, I have a great plan for my future. And this is a hot button for me. I have opinions for what I would like this son to do. And it's not opinions. um, It's not like one thing I'd like him to do. But he has basically told me that he doesn't really want to entertain going to college. And it frustrates me to no end because he's so smart. And I'm like, well, why would college not be on one of your choices? But the reason is, is because I'm saying, of course, college would be on your choice. And he's like, no, I don't think I want to go to college. And it frustrates me. And I just want ah! And it becomes, I don't listen to him. I don't hear him. I am like, please put college on your list. And it may be on there, but I am being so hard-headed and like a brick and like a bulldozer that the kid's going to throw college away if I keep going. So that's when I learned with my friends, hmm, interesting, hmm, interesting. (laughs) 
But his plan on this Monday was he wanted to be an illegal arms dealer because he watched a movie where these guys like ran through Iraq. It's called War Dogs, which is fine. It's a movie and it's based on a true story. So, of course, these guys and their illegal arms dealings would be a great future. And instead of having good humor and going, okay, that's, boy, that's awesome, or just teasing him a little or just going, hmm, interesting, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the plan? Oh, I'm so proud that my son's an arms dealer, and I kind of took it to a place I didn't need to. Then it escalated, then frustration. You see what I'm going? So the moment that I hear Ford talk about his future, I need to pray right then, Lord, help me listen. Just help me listen and say, hmm, interesting. The kid is about to be 15. He's trying to be his own person. Give him space. And the bottom question is, the bottom line question is, do I trust God with Ford? Haven't I been praying for him since I found out I was pregnant? Don't I believe that God will take care of him? And don't I know that I have been speaking and living into his life, so I don't need to pound it over his head. He also needs a place to come. And if I don't create space for him to say the important things, he will go somewhere else and I will be out of the picture altogether. So this day, I let go yet yet again. I let go of my need to control him. I let go of my need to chart my kids' futures. Lord, help me listen and help me trust you more. Lord, I let go of my need to have it all together. Lord, I let go of my need to have all the answers. Lord, I let go of my need of control because I never had it anyway. And I put these precious kids in your hands yet again. So pray for me and with me this day. Pray for me that um, I will be able to listen in the moments. And I've been practicing and say, hmm, interesting when my boy comes up with the next plan for him, which could be, that he's going to start, you know, being um, a con artist or something. I don't know what else will come out of his mouth. (laughs) And I will pray for you that you will be able to realize that if you have yelled today, that doesn't mean that's all you've done. And if you're in a yelling habit, God has a better plan for you as you parent And I don't know how how to advise for you because obviously I haven't, but just continually call upon the name of Jesus to help you. And also, raising teens are frustrating. When the ground is your closet's largest shelf and empty food boxes go back in the pantry. And when um, all the shoes are blocking your doorway and when they say what, when you've been saying something really important... Teens may frustrate you, but you if you have a teenager, you are on limited time with them in your house. So let's find a way to reach out together and let go. Do I trust you with my teenager? Oh God, I give them over to you again and I ask for your guidance and help, Lord. Take care of our precious teenagers and help us know how to listen. This is Amy Mulder, the authentic mama, saying, I got frustrated and I survived. 
And may we all call upon the name of the Lord to help us and let go. Hear these words of this famous hymn as a prayer, and it's a prayer that I pray yet again. All to Jesus I surrender, all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him, in his presence daily live. I surrender all, I surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender Praying for you, let go and trust God. This is Amy Mulder saying goodbye. Join me next week.